Hey love, my name is Brittany Pollard and you are now rocking with the Everyday Intentions podcast, your source for real conversation centered around stepping into your personal power one intention at a time. This podcast is all about owning our voice, taking up space, expressing ourselves and moving through life at our own pace. You are invited to the magic. So let's roll. What is up, my people? Welcome back to another episode of the Everyday Intentions Podcast. My name is Brittany Pollard, your host of the show. And here we talk all about change, growth, transformation, doing all of those things through small, daily, intentional actions and thoughts. Today on the show, I have a really good friend of mine. I mean, just she has the most beautiful heart. Her name is Kat Parks, and she and I had a great conversation on so many things. We spoke about the importance of community. We spoke about what it's like to be a leader of an organization. So if you are someone who wants to put on any type of events or start something that to build community from your heart, she really shares the process of what it was like for her building her community girl power and you just really got to listen in. It, it was just such good information and I love it because it's grounding and it just makes it so much more real and attainable for those of you who are looking to create some type of platform to serve and heal the collective. So we spoke about that. We spoke about releasing attachments to identities and flowing with life and stepping outside of your ego and just so much more. This episode was such gold and I'm excited for y'all to listen to it. Kat Parks is an American singer-songwriter. She's a model. She's a content creator in Los Angeles, California. And upon moving to L.A. to further her career in music and modeling, she soon discovered her calling into ministry, specifically helping young women battling with low self-esteem and self-worth. And she's now an advocate of self-love and an inspirational speaker. And she's all about helping women discover their self-worth and move forward from toxic and unhealthy relationships. She strives to accomplish this in every workshop she hosts and facilitates in LA and beyond. Kat is currently working on establishing her nonprofit organization, Girl Power LA, which seeks to help young women build a sense of community while fostering self-love and respect. You can read more about her campaign for Girl Power LA on her GoFundMe link, which I have linked in the show notes below. So tune into this episode and let me know your thoughts. Ah, so, so good. This one, I love it. What is up, my people? Welcome back to another episode of the Everyday Intentions podcast. Today, I am joined by my sister, I feel like you and I have known each other maybe for like eight months, but it feels like a lifetime. I just it, does. <laughs> it does feel like longer than that, but that's I the think beauty so, like of those friendships that just click right mm-hmm. away. Because mm-hmm. when our mutual friend Mandy, when she told me about you, I was like, I already had a feeling that we were going to get along. Yeah. And then I followed you on Instagram. I was like, okay, I could feel the energy <laughs> was like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you, Mandy. Thank you for this just being my beautiful soul and for yes. this epic connection that you fostered. So. The dot connector. Yeah. We call her. I call her that. <laughs> <laughs> so today on the show, I have the lovely Kat Parks, and she's just an incredible woman all around. I mean, she's just such a dope soul. She's so 
You're just so deep and so developed. And she's also my aquasis. We're <laughs> we're two days apart, right? Our birthdays. Uh, yes, that's crazy. Yeah, two days apart. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm just excited to have you on the show. And I would love for you to introduce yourself to those who are listening. Thank you. Um, my name is Kat, Kat Parks. And thank you for having me on the show. I love your energy. I love your podcast and what you're about. So when you were like, you know, let's do this episode, I was like, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited to, you know, continue to supporting and happy to be on the show yay well tell us more about you i mean you're the owner of girl power talk, talk to us yes. about that okay yeah <laughs> tell us all the things that you're you're up to right okay so girl power la that's the name of my community right now we are working on becoming a nonprofit organization so really excited about that we spell it with no eyes so g-r-l-p-w-r-l-a mm. and i've been in la for about a year and a half now and Crazy. i know it does not feel like <laughs> It feels like I've been here forever, but then it feels like I just got here, which mm. doesn't make any sense at mm. all. <laughs> yeah. Because I know that's like completely opposite. But yeah, it's definitely taken legs of its own. When I moved here, I knew I wanted to do something to empower women mm -hmm. and create safe spaces. The, the idea of Girl Power LA didn't really come to me until, you know, one day I was just sitting down like, what am I going to call this? And I was like, why do so many women feel the need to like compete with each other yeah. and kind of like look at each other like competition when we're really more powerful together. Right. And that's when girl power LA came to my mind like, Oh, girl power LA, we're yeah. more powerful together. Yeah. So it has been a journey. It's, it's been really inspiring to watch it and to see how women just kind of like flock to it. Cause they're like, you know, I really just, I've been in LA my whole life and I've never found a community like this or, yeah. I like I I try to host diverse inclusive events. Mm -hmm. So, but at one particular event there were a lot of um African American women, women of color, mm -hmm. and one woman came to me and said, "This is the first time I've been surrounded by so many um beautiful, positive black women because she said she had a really negative experience growing up, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. with women that look like her and just not receiving that love and that, you know, natural, supportive, yeah, you know, yeah. like real authentic energy. Right, yeah. So when I hear things like that, that definitely inspires me to just keep going. And I'm excited to, you know, become a nonprofit so that we can take it outside of L.A. because women outside of L.A. need safe spaces and community right. as well so yeah I totally agree mm -hmm. and I'm so excited to support you on that journey because I got a chance to go to your first in-person meetup mm -hmm. and it was just so cool to be in a room with that many women who are black and brown too because that was my first time as well wow. and being in the personal development industry for so many years like that was the first time that I'd seen that type of dynamic and I saw how open people were and it was just like people were so willing to grow and connect and break that stigma stigma of being like the strong, independent black woman, blah, blah, blah. And they were really open and vulnerable. And like, I need a community. Mm -hmm. I need this space. And even just seeing a lot of people who weren't from L.A. coming here mm -hmm. and just like gravitating toward that and just wanting like their girl group is really was really amazing. Right. It's it was. Girl, they was talking about, like, <laughs> daddy issues and, like, all this, stuff, like, going in. And these people didn't even know each other. Right. So that says a lot about you and, like, the space that you cultivated for them to be able to come there and, like, truly express a lot of painful things that they were going through in a room full of strangers as well. Mm -hmm. 
and then afterwards just seeing people like crying and hugging each other I was like what is this like <laughs> I like this girl even more <laughs> oh, thank you yeah I was a little scared uh and you know doing the first event especially because I you know of course I invested money into it but I had this fear that what if I, you know, do all this planning and all this, you know, put all this money and effort into it and then like no one shows up. Yeah. Because, you know, the first event and like many of the meetups, they are free. So there was um, an event planner that I work with who was saying, you know, if you don't charge for events, you don't really hold these people accountable to showing up because they're like, oh, I didn't pay for it. So if my plans change, I just won't right. go. Yeah. So there was that fear there, but I just in my heart, I just felt like, you know what, God told me to do this. So mm -hmm. why would God tell me to do it if I was going to fail? Right. So I just was like, mm. you know, I heard that little intuition in me. I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I got this. So I was like, yeah, why, why would he tell me to do it then? So I did it. And everyone that RSVP showed up, there were people that couldn't come who was like, can I give my spot to someone else that wants to come? And I was like, okay. So we had a waiting list wow. and there, there was like a couple people on the waiting list that came so it was just like, wow, like women just want to be around each other. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's simple as that. We just want to talk to each other about our feelings. And I think um, the beauty of it, like you said, is the strangers. There were so many strangers in the room. But when we left, I didn't feel like anyone felt like they were strangers. Mm -mm. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like really a sisterhood. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I think what's cool, too, is the fact that you continued to host those events throughout the year. And people would come and it's like more familiar faces. And you're like, oh, hey, girl, how you been? They're catching up. People are doing stuff off on the sides with themselves. Right. And it's just it's just amazing. And um, just going back to what you said, yes, we want that community. But I also think we're all, all the people who come to your stuff, my stuff, they want to be in a room full of people who are ready to up level too. Mm. And they want to just go to that next step and be able to be vulnerable in spaces too and, and stop holding your breath so much, right? right? So mm -hmm. that's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm really grateful to, I'm just really grateful for it. You know, I really feel like Girl Power LA kind of, like I, I think I mentioned this to you, how it's kind of like my calling because, you know, I moved yeah. to LA to do music. Right. My twin sister's a musician as well. Growing up, we had a we were in a really musical family. We were in a group at once at one time too. So I had like all my plans like music, modeling, you know. Yeah. I got I'm building these seven revenue streams, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and when I got here it was like it was just like God was like, Just kidding. Yeah. I pulled <laughs> you, you out over here, but Right. You actually, thought she was gonna do this, but really you gonna do this. You're gonna start a whole movement. <laughs> <laughs> and that's become my passion project. Like yeah. before even more so than music, which is crazy because that's always been like my number one. You could ask mm. anybody that's my number one, like always in a studio late night, always, you know making decisions based on music like if someone was like you want to go somewhere well no, i got a studio session like mm, you always yeah. in a studio oh yeah God. but it was just like <laughs> my number one that's your life yeah, yeah. it's my life but you know girl power la i feel like that's my my, my life now like that's my baby you know like, like that's what i'm watering putting all my water into like all my focus yeah i'm investing in into girl power la right yeah i love that so okay let's I got two questions for you, but mm -hmm. I'm going to try to take it slow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what was the process like when you moved over here and you started to see how things were changing, how this lifelong love of music, well, I'm, I know that you still love music, but mm -hmm. this lifelong dream of pursuing music 
um, started to kind of dwindle in you? Because I know that you had talked mm-hmm. to me about like the ego death that you had, right? Yes. So I want to talk about that first. And then I want to transition to into like what Girl Power has taught you so far about you just creating a movement out of nothing and then now watching it just bloom as mm-hmm. you're putting, as you're watering it. So take wow. us back to, I know, girl, <laughs> we're going, we going deep here. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love you. I <laughs> deep questions yeah we don't know how to be no (laughs) other way um so yeah so take us back to what it was like to move over here and then kind of like watch the things that were so important to you kind of dwindle away as you started to foster this new interest yeah wow so um yeah when I moved here I actually there was a lot going on that I didn't realize was going on so before I moved out here, there was this guy that I had been talking to while I lived in Nashville, and we were just kind of like, it was weird because he was chasing me while I was in Nashville, and I was like, oh no, I'm focused on music, I'm focused on mm-hmm. you know other things, and then um, w- I, I, did, I did love this person, by the way, but I just felt like it wasn't the right time, and I didn't want to rush into anything, so he ends up moving to LA, and he knew that I had plans on moving to LA as well, but not at that point. And I ended up moving to LA, so here we are, you know, both in LA now. But that relationship ended up like just falling apart. Mm. And that so that felt like a breakup because even though we were never together, we had such a strong connection and it seemed like when I got here, we went from talking every single day, almost all day to like crickets to like nothing. So I had to really do a lot of like inner like evaluating because I just was like, why do I feel so like sad? Like, why do I, I just felt like it was a breakup. Like you lost, yeah. Yeah. And it was weird because I didn't know that, I guess I didn't realize how much I cared about him until I kind of like we lost our relationship. But um, that was a part of me finding myself though, because after that, I really started trying to find my happiness. Because I think, Mm. you know, like you said, the ego death, it was really rooted in me kind of like defining my happiness in the wrong areas. Mm. So my happiness or I'm I'm saying happiness, but I really think I mean self-worth and wholeness. Yeah, self-worth. Yeah. Okay. So like I defined my own worth and value in music like. And oh yeah, that can I can be I so get that. D- That's how I was with fitness. Yeah, yeah, I think we talked about that when yeah. we first met. But like you know, music, you know, it's such a the music industry in itself. It's such a. I don't and I don't want to like talk bad about the music industry, but it's just like it's share such your a, truth, girl. It's such an industry <laughs> where it's focused on the wrong things. I would say because mm-hmm. everything's about numbers, right? So how many albums can you sell? How many people can come to your shows? Numbers, 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 numbers. So it's like if you're not doing as much as you think you could, you know, quantitatively, it's easy for that to, you know, be a re- become a reflection of how you feel about yourself because you're, 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 you're comparing always competing. Yourself. You're always yeah. comparing yourself to the next artist. Yeah. And, you know, after that relationship kind of like, you know, ran its course, I had to really define what it is that makes me happy. You know, why why do I feel like I was put here on this earth? Like, Mm -hmm. what do I love to do? And, you know, Girl Power LA, I think, like I said, it was like kind of like a calling because I never, I always was passionate about empowering women because I've been doing women empowering events since I was like 18, but it was never the focus. Like your main thing. Yeah, Yeah. it was just like every now and then I would just get a bunch of my girlfriends together and we would 
you know, hang out, you know, Mm -hmm. but now it's like super big passion. But yeah, that process was painful because I allowed the wrong things to define who I was. Yeah. So realizing that, oh, these things don't define me and they're not a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. That was exciting and like kind of like refreshing. But it was also very painful oh, yeah. because I had to let go of who I used to be. And I felt like um, I was like grieving the old version of myself. Yeah, I, g- I get that 100%. Mm-hmm. It's like you build your life around that identity. Like this is who I am. This is what I do. And this is my life. And so when you reach a transition in that, you have to really change all of your thoughts yeah, to know like that you can exist outside of that. Because that's what I went through with fitness. I'm like you know, however many muscles I have, like that defines like my worth. Mm-hmm. Right. And consciously. Yeah. Yeah. And so if I'm not going to the gym or if I'm not tracking what I'm eating, like, what does that mean? If I gain weight, am I going to be worthless by gaining some few like extra pounds? Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean about me? Are people not going to look up to me anymore? I was worried about what everybody else was thinking right. and I wasn't really thinking about myself. Mm. So I feel you on that. Yeah. That's how it felt. That's exactly how it felt. It was like your my identity was so rooted in, you know, music. Like mm-hmm. that's a part of who I am. Like, what do you, you know, like if I were to meet someone, the first thing I would say is like, I love music. I do music. You know what I yeah. mean? Because it was just so part of who I was. But that's not who I am. That's you know. That's an extension of. That's you. an extension of right? me, right? Yeah. That's what I maybe what I do. I still do. Yeah. But it doesn't define who I am. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is is it is hard, but like once you do the work and you're able to create a healthy boundary around it, then you can see like these things don't define me, they're extensions of me. So, mm-hmm. I love fitness, I love spirituality, I love nature. Like I love all of these different parts, right? I'm a mm-hmm. friend, I'm a mom, I'm a sister, I'm I'm all right. of these things. No one thing de- no one thing defines me. And then as you go throughout your life, you peak different interests too as mm-hmm. well. So, it's like being able to be fluid in those changes and be like, okay, well, this might have been my life 10 years ago, but now this is where I'm at. And I'm excited, like getting excited in where you are right now. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see like what's happening in this area of my life. And I wonder where I'm going to be in the next 10 years. Am I still going to be interested in this? Like, mm-hmm. and can you create, like I said, create the boundary around that and just be open to like where life takes you. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool that girl power has emerged right like music was it for so long Mm -hmm. and then now girl power and like music is still there it doesn't go away but Mm -hmm. now like you have this other part of you that is going to teach you lessons that music probably never could yeah right definitely so let's talk about that let's talk about (laughs) what girl power has taught you yes that's such a good question because like that's such a good question the girl power lay you know it being being in these spaces where women are supporting each other and having these intimate conversations, I realized so much. Like one thing I realized at the last meetup we had was that, um, you I know, missed that one. I'm so it's sad. It's okay. <laughs> there were so many people who wanted to come that were sick. I don't know what was going on that day. There was like sinuses and, mm-hmm. but it was, a, I, it was so great because it was even more intimate. And I feel like the women felt more open to be more vulnerable because mm-hmm. it was a smaller group. Cause usually they're, our events are a little bit more people. So, but one thing that I realized at the last meetup is like women just like, we all want the same thing. And yeah. it's so crazy. Cause like, um, we had planned on doing a movie night and it was so funny because I did a poll. I know y- you saw yeah. the poll where it was like, wh- what kind of meetup would you like next? A meetup or a yoga or, and, it, yeah. and everyone voted. 
So everyone voted for a movie and potluck night. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting is we never watched Y'all the movie. Y'all didn't watch no darn movie. I know that. <laughs> we did uh, not watch a movie. I mean, we had the projector and everything like ready and yeah. set up on the wall. And we all we all had a little bit of wine. We were all, you know, in our little circle that we mm-hmm. usually do. And we just ended up talking the whole <laughs> night. I can see that happening. Easily. So I was like, are we going to watch a movie, y'all? They're like, it's probably too late now. Because <laughs> by the time we realized, it was probably like 11. Yeah. And the event was supposed to be over at 11. So. <laughs> but yeah, I just realized that like, like that's what we want. We just want to all come together, hang out, and yeah. hang out with each other. And it's crazy how that's something so hard to mm, find. It's, yeah, and I don't want to say just in LA, but in general. But you know those friendships that are not surface level, where mm-hmm. you can yeah, it's nice to go out, like go out and look cute. Oh, and I'm get with turn up. up. I'm trying to I'm trying <laughs> to show off what I got a little bit. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> look cute, take pics, but. Sometimes you just want to be like, hey, girl, can I come over? Can yeah. Can have some tea? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. That's all we really want. Girl talk, conversations like this that yeah. are that feed your soul. So it was just so beautiful to see the women just, you know, all talking and, and being so open with each other and being so vulnerable, like you said, because you don't expect that when women don't know each other. But I mm-hmm. think, like you said, it's about being able to create that safe space where women feel willing to. Right. So I've just learned that women, we all want the same thing. And yeah. we all just want connection. Like, and, and that's something that is priceless. Money can't buy it. So. Yeah, I agree. So as as the host and the founder and the leader of this movement and Girl Power LA's events, what does it feel like? I know that you talked about the first event where you're like, oh, my gosh, like, what if no one shows up? Mm-hmm. Do you still have that nervousness? Like, do you still get those jitters in your tummy before? Like, what does it feel like before an event? And then what does it feel like after? Because the reason why I ask this, because if there's someone who's listening that wants to put on an event, mm-hmm. I want them to know that it's very real to feel all the feelings and to expect it and to not be afraid of it. Right. Because I want to speak about like what it was like for me before I did Dare to Dream. But yes, I want to hear. Yes, which was amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, so that's a good question, too. Mm. I want to talk about the ego a little bit. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Because <laughs> that answers the question. So, yes, there are times where I feel like that, but that's when I step outside of my ego and say, who is who fears? The ego fears. Mm. Myself, my true self does not fear, right? Because it's our ego that feels like, oh, what if people don't show up? It's not about you. The people that mm-hmm. are meant to come and get what you are giving will show up. You just right. have to trust that what you're doing is is of service to other people. And the universe, God, we they want us to we want to support the universe and God wants to support what's helping people. So yeah. you really don't have to worry about who shows up and who doesn't show up because you've already set a positive intention into the universe. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like anyone who ever feels afraid, like including myself, that's when I remind myself, one, it's not about me. You check yourself. I check myself. Yeah. I, I think I have to check myself sometimes <laughs> on a daily basis. Sometimes I wake up and check myself. <laughs> I grow, me too. But I check myself and just say, okay, this ain't about you. <laughs> I literally <laughs> talk to myself in my head. Like, this ain't about you. Who's meant to come yeah. will come. And when you have a positive intention about something, I truly believe that you don't have to worry about anything else. Mm, and yeah. I have a, 
I know I have a positive intention to create safe spaces for women. So the people that are meant to be there will be there. So yeah. you just have to understand, first off, how the w- what the ego is and the how the ego functions. Yeah. And I've been reading this book actually called, I think it's called A New Earth, and it talks a lot about the ego, and that's where I get all this <laughs> knowledge about it from yeah. but at first I didn't really understand the ego because yeah. we we think of the ego as oh you have a big ego and, and that's bad like confidence right too. but really the ego is something that we all have and it's not a bad thing it's just oh yeah our ego is there to protect us right. right it can be it can be a bad thing we have a negative connotation to it right but it's also it's really just the difference between like you know you know how when you meet someone, if you're if you're so caught up in like what you do, or if you are labeling yourself too much, that could be because you have a big ego, and that's you know that's just your ego. You know it doesn't have to be a bad thing, but you can just tell when someone okay they they're they're rooting their identity like I when I meet in their job, in their, job their clothes, how much they make. Yeah, you know have you ever met someone? It's like when you meet them, they're like, oh yeah, nice to meet you. My name's blah blah blah. Yeah, I make. I make this much. I've been at this company and for X amount of years. You're just eyes. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, like really like like I already know I don't want to talk to you no right. more. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's just that person's you know, their ego is a little bit bigger. And you, once you are aware of how the ego functions, yeah. I think you can kind of like control it or minimize it because there's times where you need to have a big ego, mm-hmm. right? And there's times where, like you said, to protect yourself. Right. There's times where you need to like check yourself like I said and I just say hey this is not about you yeah you know and you have you being humble right yeah. you've set the intention you know you want to help women so you know you don't it's not your job to worry about how many women show up it's your job to show up and do your job yeah which is to create these safe spaces so I agree and so what is on the other side of that? So let's say like you have this build up, you got to check yourself, even if it's every day, right? Before the event, maybe the morning of the event. And then what does it feel like after the event? Talk to us about the after, because I think people can get so caught up in like the, what if I fail? What if da, 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 that they forget about connecting to the feeling after. Cause that's what I like to use too. Before I do anything is like, how am I going to feel after I know that this is completed? So right. what was, what does it feel like for you? The day after a Girl Power LA event is done, mm. like what does it feel like in your soul? Yeah, so you can relate to this as a sound bath, you know, healer and, you know, facilitator. <laughs> Before the event, I feel like I'm taking an inhale. And after the event, I'm like, oh, exhale. Yeah. <laughs> because I just feel like before the event, I'm usually, I can get a little bit anxious and I do have to check myself because I'm just kind of like trying to make sure everyone's having a good time, and yeah. enjoying their experience and everyone's comfortable. And yeah. I make sure everyone feels very comfortable. That's really important to me. But after the event, I just feel like I don't have to worry about anything because everyone got what they came for. Yeah. Um, it just feels like, I just feel like an, a relaxing, you know, sensation is kind of like, like yeah. everything's done. You can breathe. Yeah, I can <laughs> breathe. Everyone's, you know, inspired and happy. So, yeah, it just feels, I feel very fulfilled. I feel like I was fed in a uh, spiritual way. Yeah, Just totally. seeing kind of like, like you said, connections being made right in front of me. That's probably one of the most inspiring parts is yeah. that 
a woman came in unsure of if she could follow her dream. Right. But she left feeling like, I got this. Like, I have a community behind me yeah. that supports me, and they're holding me accountable. Like, girl, you said you were going to write that book. Where that book at? Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> sometimes that's all we need. We just need – it's so crazy because we could do it by ourselves. Like, anyone could do anything by themselves if they but if they choose to. Right. And a lot yeah. of times women don't choose to because they don't feel supported. So subconsciously right. they're like – they just don't have the confidence. They, don't, they may not internalize it, but they are their – they are th- themselves is holding them back because they yeah. just don't feel like they can, they don't feel, c- you know, supported enough to follow through with it. Yeah. But when you have, you know, a group of women who are, you know, on the same team as you, you just feel more comfortable to kind of like water those seeds you already planted because you just feel like that comfort of knowing everyone's holding you accountable, everyone's cheering you on. Yeah. So I agree. I mean, I but I also think, because uh, my whole thing is, like, I hate the term self-made. Mm. And I said this, um, I think when I posted about Dare to Dream, I was like, self-made is a fallacy, and manifestation can't happen without community. Mm. Because anytime someone is like, I'm self-made, like, how? How can you do anything? How can you be a business owner and not right. have a customer? You can't be self-made doing that, mm. right? Like, how can you, like, manage your money safely without, like, someone helping you do it? You can't. Like, self-made is such... A fallacy and I think I love that you spoke on that because like you do need community mm-hmm. whether or not you realize it when you think that you're doing something on your own you're never actually doing something on your own right. you're just being so caught up in yourself and I think that you are blocking your blessings from getting to that next step mm-hmm. so if you have an idea and this is what I love about girl power too and what I really loved about dare to dream is just like watching how people were like oh I do this I do this I do this and um, like two of the women who came, like they did a branding photo shoot because like someone needed help. Right. And mm-hmm. I see that happen in Girl Power LA, too, where it's like you lean on someone and you get to your destination so much faster if right. you choose to open up and be like, oh, yeah, let's work together versus like I'm independent. I'm self-made. Like not to yeah. put like the ghetto accent on <laughs> it, but <laughs> that was doing the most. I got this. <laughs> I don't yeah, but it's like, actually, you do, sis, and at the end of the day, what that tells me, and I know that because, like, you and I have talked about how hard it is sometimes to ask for help, yes. because we will do our best to try to do stuff on our own, and it shoots me in the foot every single time, <laughs> and it wastes a lot of time, too, instead of me just being like, let me just, like, put the call out for someone, like, um, does anybody mm-hmm. specialize in X, Y, and Z versus me trying to get on the internet? And search it for right. five hours and then try to test it on my own and it's not working. And the next thing you know, I spent the whole day mm-hmm. like just gone on something that somebody could have did in an hour because it's their area of expertise. Right. So yes. <laughs> that's so true. And I think we talked about, too, how like growing up, especially like as a black woman or even mm-hmm. if you grow up like me, like with a single mom. Yeah. You feel like you subconsciously have to always oh, do everything 100%. on your own because, yeah. you know, you saw you, you grew up. And you saw your mother have to do everything on her own. Yeah. So it's like a cultural thing too, like how you grew, how you grew up, or how the culture you were brought in. You know, sometimes you just feel like you have to just be this super strong, independent woman that d- gets everything done by herself. Yeah. And you know, it's good to be strong and independent, but every leader, like you said, has a community. Yeah. And even even if they don't have a community they didn't do it by themselves they they may have had a mentor they may have read a book and that person mentored them and they didn't even know it that author had knowledge for them yeah. so yeah it just takes a village it's really true yeah 
Yeah, I believe that the best leaders and teachers are the ones who are willing to also be students. Mm. Like, I don't want no mentor who is too good to go and learn from someone. Like, I firmly (laughs) believe that you can learn from anyone. Like, you can go to your local Starbucks and meet someone and have a conversation with the barista and they teach you something about the world that you didn't know. Mm. Like, I just believe that we all have something to share with each other and we all have something to gain from each other, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, There's this quote I really like, and it's, it's like, imagine everyone is enlightened except you. Mm. I yeah. love oh that my gosh, because it's just like everywhere you go, there's teachers. Everywhere yeah. you go, there's someone who knows something that that can enlighten you that you yeah. don't know right. to help you. So it's just like, wow, when you think of life like that, it makes you become more aware. Like, it makes you wake up like, ooh, let me be present. Like, what's What's the uh, McDonald's cashier going to teach me today? What's the, <laughs> what's the teacher going to teach me today? Yeah. You know, in school, like, you never know. Yeah. There's everyone in your life is put in your path, whether you realize it or not, for, like, a, a reason. Yeah, you I know? agree. So. I agree. I mean, I feel like it comes. Um, so my sister is here, y'all. She's she's hanging out <laughs> watching us. Shout out to sis. <laughs> Shout out to sis and Soul Ascensions Apothecary. Uh, (laughs) but we were just talking we were just talking about synchronicities and signs on the way over here Mm. to your place and just talking about how there's so many lessons around us and just depending like it doesn't always Mm. have to be people like it can be a sign and you go outside and you're like oh my gosh that's that's the message that i needed to receive and even that can give you the confidence to propel and to move forward in something else Mm. right it's like there's so much around us happening, and when we open ourselves up to it, I firmly believe that the universe, God, is going to give us, like, exactly what we need. So I'm glad that we chatted on that because wow. I think that's powerful. That is powerful. And, you know, that's something I've been honestly learning since I moved here to L.A. Mm. is um, the power of synchronicity, like you said. Yeah. Because I didn't really pay attention to that mm-hmm. until, like, lately. Because I was starting to notice a lot of synchronicity after I moved here. I don't know why. And maybe it was always there. I just didn't pay attention to it. Yeah. But, um, like, even, for example, this is, like, a big, a bigger example. (laughs) But (laughs) it's crazy because literally Thursday, I was on my way to Chipotle before I went to uh, the Potter's house. And I was so hungry, but I forgot my wallet. So I had to go straight there, and and I had planned on eating and then going there. So after I got out, I went home, and I was so hungry because I hadn't ate all day because I couldn't buy the food I was about to eat. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to order a pizza because that's what I really wanted. <laughs> yeah. But I was, like, trying to rush and get to, you know, where I was going. So because of that, I had to, like, be out you know, go get the pizza was super late because it was like this special, y'all. I was trying to get the, t- it was like a $12 pickup <laughs> special <laughs> instead of delivery. <laughs> so then I go to pick it up and on my way there, I run over this mattress that was in the middle of the freeway. Oh, no. And I didn't even see it. It was like super dark. And then I realized there was this car in the ahead of me and all these mattresses were falling off. So in order to dodge the mattress, I kind of like swerved over into the other lane. So I was like, I saw the mattress, but it was like, you know how when you see something and it's kind of too late? Yeah. So then I dodged over the other lane, and then I was like, whoo, Jesus, because I was like, I thought I was going to die. Oh, my god! And then um, it was funny because I just was like, wow, I just dodged this mattress, but I didn't hit anybody. I'm so grateful. And I was just, like, driving. And then this guy was just, like, in the in the left lane, like, you need to pull over. And I was like, 
oh shit, I think I actually may have swerved in his lane. He's trying to like fight or he's just yeah. trying, you know, girls in LA, I don't know. You never here. know. <laughs> he's like, pull over the car, pull over the car. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know you. I'm like driving like, mm. mm-hmm. and I'm just, he's like, pull over the car. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's something going on in my car. Yeah. Pull over the car, put my emergency lights on. And he just like, he just runs out of the car. He was like, your car was sparking flames. And I was trying to get your attention. I didn't want you to think I was crazy, but your car, I was thought was about to catch on fire. So apparently, girl, when I hit this mattress, all the plastic from the mattress came off and got uh, swirled, you know, caught up in my tires. Oh, and it was, wow. my, my car was sparking all these flames, and I didn't even know it. Now, I smelled the rubber, but... You thought it was just like the car from the... Exactly, the, yeah, from yeah. the, I mean, swerving from the mattress and hitting it. So he was just like, I'm so glad you're okay. I thought your car's about to blow up. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then he helped me get all the plastic out of my tires. It was all this plastic, like, caught in my tires. So I really feel like that happened for a reason because I was just thinking about it like, wow, if I would have wouldn't have forgot my wallet, you know, I would have ended up going to Chipotle and I would never would have ordered this pizza. But I forgot my wallet. I feel like for a reason because that kind of, like, woke me up a little bit because you know after that I ended up calling someone that I was kind of like holding a little grudge against and I ended up having a conversation with that person like look life is so short and in that moment like shortly after I was just thinking about that person for some reason I was like I would have hate to have me to have left this earth or you know them to have left this earth without knowing how much you know I mean they mean to me so I called them I got a little emotional when I called them I was just like wow like you know, everything happens for a reason because luckily, you know, that that could have been way worse, you know, like that could have been an actual car accident. But yeah, I was just like, that was crazy. Here I am just like like thinking this guy was trying to fight me. He was trying to help me. And he over here <laughs> trying to save you. Yeah, because I was <laughs> like, I think I accidentally swerved in his lane. He was trying to like, you know, <laughs> but he was just like an angel really because yeah. if I would have kept driving, who knows, you know, my car probably wouldn't have caught completely on fire, but it would have probably, you know, done some, your tires. Yeah, yeah, done some damage and whoever knows, who Lord knows what else. But yeah. Yeah. So it's just like you're protected, girl. I am. <laughs> <laughs> you're protected. It's crazy. Craziness. But yeah, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. And I think I think that's so dope that you had that person right there to help you out. And even just you being open to calling this person and just like openly sharing with them mm-hmm. um, and just like kind of clearing the air, because I do believe like I've been saying this too, like life is so short. And mm-hmm. I think that when we get caught up in the daily struggle, like we forget how temporary it is. Like I say too, like we all have only a certain amount of breath that we're going to breathe until we transition. Right. Mm-hmm. So to just like bring this back around like yes like talk to talk to people like there's some people that I got to talk to in my life too and just open up to and be vulnerable with be vulnerable with others be open to being vulnerable with yourself and being open to like meeting yourself and forgiving yourself and nurturing Mm -hmm. yourself too and um I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I totally ah! feel you because <laughs> you have to be vulnerable with yourself first. Though. Yeah, I love that because it's like, how can you be vulnerable with someone else until you're honest with yourself? Right, and that requires vulnerability. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it came back. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, Let me I was just like, wait, come talking. back to me, come <laughs> back to me. Um, 
Yeah, so I was just going to say, just to kind of stay on this theme, like we're talking about community, we're talking about going after what it is that like it sparks in our hearts, what God places on our hearts and in our minds. And I think even just like not to, I don't, I don't think it's negative to talk about like mortality because it is true. It's a part of life just as birth is. But I think just coming back to that and just being open and being vulnerable. So like if there is something that you want to pursue, like if you want to move to a whole new state and create a movement and you're unsure and you feel like you're like not worthy or like you don't possess the tools to do it just like leaning in and being open to having conversation about that and I think also like when you especially when you're starting off on a path just speaking it into existence to have a community around you who's going to nurture you and who's going to support you and who is going to guide you because I firmly believe that you know, like I said earlier, like you need that community to help you get to the next step. And in order for you to ascend to the next step, you also got to be vulnerable. And I think too, just to like help anyone who's listening, who is like thinking about starting something new or wanting to uh, move into uncharted territory. I I firmly believe in like calling someone who's close to you and just voicing the fears. Mm. Because I want to speak to that too. Like voicing fears is so powerful because it allows you to see them for what they are. So Mm. if you before your first or any event i'm pretty sure like even when you did musical performances before it's like okay if you say it out loud so i'll, I'll use myself as an example actually for dare to dream mm-hmm. which is a manifestation workshop that i'm hosting all year long so before the night before i was like okay i was like getting into my ego and i had to go <laughs> through like checking myself like you was talking about mm-hmm. and i was saying that like okay i feel scared and i'm saying this out loud i feel scared to do this because I don't know if I'm going to overwhelm people with information. What if they don't receive what I have to say? Mm -hmm. Like, what if people aren't interested? And so I'm going down these lists. Like, what if I forget what to say as the host? Like, what if I don't do it right? Mm -hmm. So in saying all of this stuff, like, I'm scared to put myself out there, da-da-da-da-da. By voicing the fears, I was able to kind of just look at them and be like, okay, is that true? Right. Is that really happening? Or I put up an Instagram post about this yesterday, like, okay, if I'm feeling that way, who are the people doing that thing that I can model? Because I know that they're going through that same thing mm-hmm. as well. And so just looking at them, looking at them actively do it, I'm like, okay, I know I'm not alone. Like, we all feel emotions as humans. Right. Right? We all feel the same buildup. Like, even um, Brene Brown, who's one of my favorite authors, like, she's hella introvert. She doesn't really like fucking with people at all. <laughs> but she's, like, this amazing author who does speaking on stages and stuff. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay. I look at her and someone who's so profound in her work as she is, but then also knowing that she has that introvert tendency, that she needs a lot of space alone. Yes. And then she goes out. Yeah, exactly. And she goes out there and she rocks it and she goes and lives her life. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I know that she goes through those emotions because she voices them on stage. And that's, I just think it's so powerful when we voice things out into the atmosphere because then we, we give ourselves space too. Versus if you stay in your head and you're ruminating and even if you're not, like really good at doing the whole like checking yourself yet just Mm -hmm. say it out loud like I'm scared because if I apply for this job they might turn me down Mm -hmm. and then okay if they turn you down then what well if they turn me down then I'm scared that you know I'm not gonna be like it's because I'm not smart enough for the position Mm -hmm. okay but where did that come from so really like tracing that stuff back and getting curious yeah Mm -hmm. and then uh, reframing a new story so Mm -hmm. Like, for me, with Dare to Dream, I was kind of like you, where I chalk my hands up. I'm like, girl, it ain't about you. Like, this this <laughs> ain't about you. 
real. <laughs> it's so true. Like yeah. it's not. It's not about <laughs> you. And I, I firmly believe too in just divine timing. It's like what is meant to be shared is going to be shared. And I thought that even just Dare to Dream was beautiful in the way people just received the information and how open people were. And even with people just like for the first time, like sharing things that were on their heart, things that they've never said in rooms before. Mm -hmm. I think that that is so healing and amazing. And that's that's something that I had to release control of and allow to happen in the room. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love how you said it's important to like get to the root. Like you kept asking questions until you get to the root. Yeah. Like, why do you feel this way? I feel this way because I'm afraid. Why are you afraid? Yeah. I'm afraid because I feel like this, and then it's a s- and then it's a subconscious limiting belief that you recognize. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's really important to ask yourself the right questions. That's so true because once you ask yourself the right questions, it leads to another question, which leads to another question, and then you get to the root, which is usually a subconscious limited belief. Oh yeah, that's 100%. keeping you, you know, from you know, like he said, it kind of like creating that healing you have to get to the root of like what is holding you back from like why are you afraid oh it's usually the ego it's usually yeah you know you're thinking about (laughs) yourself well what if i say the wrong thing well you can't say the wrong thing because you set a positive intention yeah you know to create a safe space of healing and you know women always are receptive to that you know women are gonna women are gonna share what what they want to share to heal and it's it's like you said it's not about us it's about the women and the community yeah getting what getting out what they need to say yeah so yeah i totally agree with that 100 percent. i think um just questioning and then too okay so this is what i want to say and then we can kind of like pull it into a close but Mm -hmm. i also want to say it's one thing to dream it's one thing to dream about something, to re- to have it in your head and be like, this is what I want to do, right? right? Like, <laughs> I want to be this world-renowned speaker. I want to do all of these things. And then when you get that first, like, small speaking engagement, you're like, oh, shit, like, people are actually going to see me speak. Oh, right. no, I don't want them to see <laughs> me speak, right? But <laughs> so it's just like knowing that those fears are, are they're supposed to come. The, the fears are supposed to come, the failures are supposed to come, because without you building that muscle mm-hmm. of moving through your fears, um, checking yourself, checking your ego, getting out of your head and just doing it, mm-hmm. even if you do go up there and you fail and you flop and you say the wrong thing, it's kind of like always being a student. We talked about being yeah. a student earlier. So coming away from that, okay, what did I learn? I learned that before I go on stage, there's a lot of like fear, but I also know that I can move through that. I learned that, okay, when I come and I speak in front of this audience, with this particular audience, I may not want to use this story. I might want to research this audience and use a story that correlates with them more so that Mm -hmm. we connect on an even better level. So Mm -hmm. your fears and your failures, they're always going to lead you to getting to where you want. And Mm -hmm. then also if you're trying to manifest something that you've never actually seen in your lineage, it's going to be hard because you don't have – that direct access to someone who is there to teach you unless you have like that mentor growing up with you it's always going to be hard when you're trying to change patterns like especially i talk about like generational healing right. when you're trying to shift that stuff that stuff is going to be hard because it wasn't modeled in you mm. but it's like are you okay with getting it wrong are you okay with moving through fear are you okay with failing all in the name of getting out of your own way and moving forward to do what you were called to do so that you can pour into other people. Wow. 
that's deep. Pastor Pete. <laughs> just kidding. Snap, snap, snap. <laughs> Aqua sis, dropping the gems. Yeah, well, thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, of course, so Aqua sis. Yes. Aqua sis unite. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get some rings so we like, can pound each other. <laughs> some t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all look out for those coming this summer. It's going to be an Aqua sis summer. On you. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So before we come to a close, I want you to just uh, share where people can find you. You know, talk about like Kat is starting a nonprofit. I believe you're still collecting donations for it. Right. So share about that. We'll put the links in the show notes so you guys can go directly to support her movement. I mean, this woman is just so heart led. I am just so grateful and honored to be by her side. And y'all know if you listen to the show, I don't bring nobody (laughs) on here that I don't truly believe in or am willing to invest in. So check out Girl Power LA. Um, Check out, well, you do the, you do the, (laughs) you do this part. (laughs) Well, thank you. Uh, Girl Power LA. Like I said, there's no I. So it's like G-R-L-P-W-R-L-A. That's Girl Power LA on Instagram. And then our GoFundMe that's available, that's help girl power la and my instagram is cat parks world yeah and then also the facebook group um, oh yeah so actually if you follow us on instagram which is girl power la g-r-l-p-w-r-l-a there is a link in our bio that will lead you directly to our private online community which is a facebook group so you can join that by clicking the link in the bio of the instagram and you just click join Girl Powers online community. Yeah. And it'll yeah. lead you right to our Facebook group, which shares home. all of our, you know, <laughs> secrets and <laughs> when our next meetups are. And because we do meetups every month, those are free. And then right now we're relaunching our workshops, which will be quarterly. I think every three months is quarterly, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. um, working on our next workshop right now, but you can always look out for our meetups every month which is just like us getting together. We can, we might do some yoga together. We may, you know, go on a hike, but before each activity we do, we always have like, you know, our intimate time to kind of like get to know each other more on a more organic level. And kind of like, we always have like fun icebreakers and stuff planned. So it's always intimate, but fun. Yeah. It's a good time. (laughs) It's a party. And And everyone in the group is super supportive. People post, their things too in your group which mm-hmm. I love that you allow people to do that um because I just know people who are like this is my group and da-da-da-da. yeah so there's well, always happenings in in the girl power LA group <laughs> right well you know like I think a lot of people that have these groups they're kind of like afraid to av- have other people advertise yeah um and I was too I'm not gonna lie at first I was a little reluctant because I wanted its focus to be healing and self-love mm-hmm. but what I realized is Woman empowerment is intimate conversations and it is healing, but also more importantly, or just as important, it's providing women the opportunity to do what they love. Yeah, put themselves out there. Yeah, as an entrepreneur. So I want to provide that space and that outlet for women's, you know, businesses to be supported. So that's why I'm open to, you know, women sharing, you know, what they do so we can all invest our dollar toward, you know, their passion. So yeah. Keep it in the community. That's yeah. how we grow, right? So that's girl power. Yes. <laughs> Kat and I are talking. We're gonna figure out um 
whenever we can get our schedules together but yes. i want to do a sound bath for the girl power yes. la community so that'll i would be coming. love that yeah yeah we can go and talk about that girl <laughs> <laughs> another sound bath i'm just bathed and yeah kat introduced <laughs> me to sound bath so she like That's kicked off crazy. this this whole path <laughs> thank that you I'm in, um so. tyra banks for canceling uh, yeah so tyra <laughs> <laughs> we had an event for girl power get canceled the day of because tyra banks was in town mm-hmm. and she was like um well, Tyra Banks didn't say this, but the owner of the studio was basically like, Tyra really wants privacy, and you have about 30 girl power RSVPs. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to need to need to minimize that to like five. So I was like, let me hit up Brittany. <laughs> let me hit up, you know, my closest friends because I was just like, I felt like I should still go. And look, it now you, yeah. it was powerful for you and you starting your whole Dare to Dream manifestation workshop yeah doing your sound baths now so that's it all comes full circle this is an example of what what can happen when you're open so thank you for bringing me to that and for us having our first experience together i'm just excited for us to just continue to grow and learn and learn from each other and cultivate new stuff um for your community for my community my community is a baby but i i love excited for the volume two dream catchers coming soon (laughs) y'all look out I know. For the people that want to take it to the next level, <laughs> you know, you, you didn't get enough from the workshop. We got you. Dream catchers coming soon. <laughs> Thanks for the blood. No problem. Anytime. <laughs> now y'all you know, y'all know we some do. business y'all was supposed to. It is <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, thank you, Boo. I appreciate you so much. And for those of you who have tuned in, thank you for just rocking with us and for listening. We'll catch you next time. Take care.